Countout provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips. On the Countout Patreon, our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch-alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun goof and gag audio, plus shows from some of the podcasters' outside interests. It's the best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that God, I I feel like I had something in the in the chamber, and I completely forgot what it was as we started recording. The only show that forgets its opening on a weekly <laughs> basis. No, no, can't be, can't be us, can't be us. Uh, I'm your host Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing this fine Sunday morning? Well, as I explained to you uh, before the show, I've been sleeping on a recliner for the past couple days. I cannot believe um, it. So it could be better. Could be better. Uh, but I, I, I'm awake. Um, I'm lively. I'm excited. What's mm-hmm. not to What's not to be excited about? You know, it's like there's a lot of wrestling going on. Today's Wrestle Dream, mm-hmm. uh, the first ever Wrestle Dream, the new era of AEW begins. Whatever the hell that means. Uh yeah, I'm excited. I I cannot believe that you've been sleeping in a recliner for the past two weeks. That's insane Listen, to me. I you know I shouldn't be shocked because I don't have good sleeping habits as is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you got me there. I think I think you got. I, I me? think I sleep less now, which is like obviously bad. Mm-hmm. But you know, my uh uh, uh Jesse. <laughs> My Jesse. My Jesse. Uh, my fiance Jesse. Like Jesse's girl. Show uh, YouTube. You're welcome. She, when she was younger, uh, this I think this was high school. I want to say, she uh tore her her what labrum I think it is in her shoulder, basically like messed up her shoulder really bad. And at the time, uh, she couldn't get surgery immediately. And this was at the beginning mm-hmm. of summer, and she couldn't get. She didn't end up getting surgery, I believe, till the end of summer. So for about three months, she had her a torn labrum in her shoulder. She's still having issues like today with it. Like she has like very limited mobility. But I say this because because of her shoulder and her torn labrum, she couldn't sleep in her bed, uh, or she would like move around and and mess up her shoulder even more. So she had to sleep in a recliner for I believe roughly three months. Uh, with see, her see what tor- makes it torn worse shoulder. is the torn shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like that automatically makes it worse. But uh, yeah, I hope I never have to do the same. No, me neither. I, I that's why I don't go outside. That's why we were here watching wrestling and, and doing podcasting. 
That that is that is exactly why we do this. That's why a lot of people do it, so they don't have to uh, sleep on recliners. I my my whole goal of the show is to never touch grass. That's my whole. That's the whole idea. The whole conceit of Ringfoot's Radio is to. Well, avoid I already grass. broke that rule because CM Punk yelled at me to touch grass a long time ago, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. And of course, we had to listen to the man. Uh, I had to had to. Uh, you know all that he's done for uh, AW and our interesting podcasts mm-hmm. he did a lot to make podcasts interesting shout out to CM Punk <laughs> if, <laughs> if he didn't do anything in this past run for AEW it's to make podcasting interesting um, oh yeah that's 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 a that's a real friend right there uh I, I oh I remember what my bit was to start the episode I fully remember what my bit was so what was your bit my bit was that I feel like, you know, we've been doing this show for a while now, right? Uh, we're at episode, this is episode 115, if you can believe it. And we've done, obviously, more episodes than just that. We've done pay-per-view reviews. We've done sort of, like, bonus interviews. So we're probably at, like, I don't know, 125, 130, maybe, as, like, in terms of total episodes. Um, sure. And I feel like, you know, we have we've cultivated a little bit of a fan base. We've cultivated some people listeners to the show. I feel I'm still like shocked when anyone t- someone says RPR to me. I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a well-known. Well, maybe not well-known. It's a it's a very niche show uh, for that. That will eventually explode, of course, um, with of course. our, our continued support yeah. from our fans. And I think we have to, like, give something back to those fans you know, I feel like a classic thing that most shows do is that they they give some sort of name to their community. So I I've written down some names oh, here, no. uh, Scotty, to to run by you if you if you please. Sure. All right. Uh, number one, the Ringers. Okay, that makes me think of the WWE podcast by the Ringer. Ha, you're right. They're right. They're, that is a podcast. That's also fun fact about me. That was the name of the band I was in in middle school. The Ringers. Hey, how about that? Can you look up? Can you listener find that video? Those videos on YouTube? <laughs> if you can, if don't you tell them. If you can, <laughs> if you can, call in twenty five twenty five Ring PR. Um. The other name, uh, uh, the posters. Is that the posters? Posters. Um, sure. Is that fine? You know, I think that works more for like message boards or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and then the other one I have written down here are the radio heads. Do you think we can get away radio with the radio heads. heads? Um, I think we could push it. Do you think Tom York will find us and let me let me think of like something ridiculous? The um. You're telling me Radiohead what is bits do we have that go on the show? Uh, we have a lot of bits. The the uh, something with evil, something something with the how the 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 torturers. <laughs> is that something? No, that's more of the House of Torture fan heads. Uh, the Mutos. The 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 great the the great Mutos. Uh, Mutos. Um, no, no, uh, I think that works. Um, as everyone could tell, we're trying to waste time today. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean it's a light show it's a light show this it's a light, show. It's a light show chance of chance of an overcast you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh what about the the great big purple people eaters uh is that too long you know our show we have a little too long i would probably never ever ever <laughs> call anyone that 
I like um a little too much. Um let's let's call them the uh the I got nothing. What about the sleepy beepies? Is that is that the uh, I feel I'm like, trying to think of like I have no idea. Okay, well we'll we'll come up with something, folks. Uh and if you We've ha- lost the plot. I <laughs> come up we'll come up with something. If you have any ideas, leave us a voicemail at twenty five twenty five ring PR. I'm making sure to do that plug. That's right. We got a voicemail. All the, you line. know all those fans that we have? They're gone now after that bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's probably true. It was a good run. I, it, a good run. It's funny because as soon as I uh started talking, started doing this bit, I saw the viewer count on YouTube go from one to zero. And you know that that hurt. <laughs> as soon as I started doing the bit, I was like, "Well, that." They said, "Nah, I'm good." That, that was I, like, was, that I do want. I see. will ask. I want to know. I know a lot of people watch this show post mm-hmm. live. We just happen to do it live, just in case. But uh, yeah, whatever. Let's just we'll just talk now. Yeah. Well, I, I also we'll get into the regularly scheduled program. Yeah, I haven't done any of the uh, the tweets or anything yet, so I got to do all that stuff too. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not care. I don't care. Um, the uh, yeah, we got a lot. We got we got like st- a lot of a stuff lot. to talk about, but like none of it is like a big depth of conversation. I feel like so I don't know. Nokiaism is back. Josh <laughs> Barnett is wrestling uh-huh. at Wrestle Dream. We are on fire, folks. Do you? What do you think the new era will be for AEW? If you had to. Take a guess what the new what Tony Khan thinks the new era is. Do you think it's just signing somebody, or do you think it's like a max deal gets announced? Do you think like I don't know, <laughs> I don't freaking know. I mean, do you think Anokiism is full on back? Uh, <laughs> in AEW? Like, what do you think the hell he means by new era? And is it something I, Gato would say, Bullet Club style? I uh, I've been thinking about this because. On collision last night, I think Kevin Kelly said it like seven different times. I was like, "Oh, wait, they're they're like, really nope, like hyping it up. They're really hyping." Yeah, it up. which which is dangerous, right? You don't really want to hype something up unless you could deliver on it. Yeah. But here's the thing: what is delivering on the new era of AEW? Like, what what does that look like? Like, what to you would they need to do to deliver on the new era of AEW? Because to me, it could just be as simple as the Max deal. But at the same time, I think if people if the max deal is announced on this pay per view, most people are going to be like, okay, you know they're not gonna they're gonna want something wrestling related. You would think, and I yeah. just I don't know what that is, unless it's like Edge. But like, what what about Edge makes it the new era? <laughs> I you know? agree. Yeah. I think it would have been funny if, like, they just added, like, a second women's match to the pay-per-view. <laughs> Be like, this is the new era. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Uh, but I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, they're not They're not going to buy New Japan. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't I can't believe that got traction. No. I get so <laughs> much traction that, what was it? Did Dave ask about it to Tony Khan on that media call? I don't think, I don't know if Dave asked about it, but I know Tony Khan talked about it in all seriousness. And I was like, what? Yeah. Or at least the <laughs> seriousness. Like, We're talking give. about this? Yeah. It was, uh... was just absurd. Yeah. I don't know what new era means. Uh, I, I think, 
edge or you know a couple signings is a good idea for a new era bring in some some bring in some lifeblood into this promotion if you will um you're feeling a nokiism nokiism yeah let's let's do some more shoot fighters let's bring in josh barnett let's bring in kazuki fujita kazuki fujita let's bring in uh matt riddle i guess goldberg matt riddle counts i guess i don't know Classic Anokiism guy. Goldberg. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll just do all that stuff. I don't know. We'll, we'll. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But let's get. Do you think we like? Do you think we get multiple surprises tonight? I think there's a chance. I mean, there's like freaking like, dude. There's like four free agents that are all like. Oh uh, wait, hold on. Five free agents, I believe, that are like known available today. Uh, that like any one of them could be picked up and and debut tonight or this upcoming Wednesday. Um, if, I think, yeah, yeah. So it like, has to be Edge. I think that's the one that everyone will actually be upset about if he doesn't show up because it feels the most likely. I fully believe Edge is coming in. Uh, I I full like I fully believe that to be the case. Um, yeah. You know, I I think there's potential for other people like if like a Manet mercedes Monet popped up i think that's also helps new era stuff i don't think Mar- no offense to mariah may i mean she's great but she's not new era you know i don't, I don't think that I don't she think would she... be new era it's a new woman's wrestler yeah, sure but not but that's like not the dramatic yeah. idea of the new era yes, yeah yeah new era is like you know something has to radically change and i don't think no offense to her. I don't think Mariah May is that radical change for for uh, the women's division. But you never know. You never know. Could be wrong. Could certainly be wrong. I guess we'll find out for sure. Um, uh, maybe the new era, as uh, uh, Bjorn writes in the chat, uh, is a 14-match pay-per-view uh, with a shit ton of matches. All to me, this is back to the old days. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. back. To, we're back to the big ass cards, baby. Uh, yeah. I, my fear is that the show's ending at like two in the morning. Uh, that's that's my oh, fear. Oh, right ten match card they get through in four hours usually. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um, but let's uh let's talk about some of the news today. So of course let's roll back through. I mentioned that there's a shit ton of free agents around. Uh, there's rumors of Edge coming in. There's rumors of Mariah May. Some people have have newly in this past week. Um, become free agents or the the reports of them becoming free agents are have been finalized and some people have been fully signed uh so we got some contract news to discuss with you scotty and i will do my breast my breast i'll do my best brian alvarez impression and i'll just say a freaking name so here we go katsuhiko nakajima thoughts on katsuhiko nakajima being a free agent I mean, that's obviously a big one. Pretty big. I'd say. <laughs> However, big. you know what my first reaction was when it happened? What's that? I thought this was going to happen last year. Well. After, like, all the stuff. Well, you know? it, it seems like that's when it, he started thinking about it, at the very least. Yeah, I mean, between the Fujita loss, the knocking out Tatsuya Endo, knocking out another guy, uh, Kenyo Okada, I believe. I felt I felt like, and again, this could just be me, but I felt like it was 
inevitable because I just didn't see them probably ever giving him the ball again. You know, like I, I just don't see them giving him the ball again or anytime soon. Like obviously things change and eventually that could happen, but that was my ultimate take on it. And uh, I think him leaving, depending what he does is the right choice. I'm personally hoping for all Japan. I don't know about you. I think all Japan's a perfect fit for him. I've seen people toss in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Lij is not in the need of members right now, so uh, that's the only faction I would see him in. What about uh, what about a, a a group that is missing one member that is just five guys? That would be good. That would be good. I think he would be decent there. But uh, I'm I'm still sold on you more for that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the uh, U.S. part that Tokyo Sports like talked about a little bit is a reality. At least WWE that couldn't make less sense if it tried. Five nine guy who hits really hard and has no pr- like promo skills. No promo skills at least for America. You know, like no, that's not going to happen. Um, especially in the new WWE, it's not going to happen. Um, maybe he, uh, you know what? Maybe he just got wind of the WWE Noah and he was like, you know what? I'm going to get out of here now, you know, because he saw Muto was, uh, crafting a plan backstage and he's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Um, but if I'm all Japan, I'm very happy because you're, you could possibly trade Jake Lee for Katsuhiko Nakajima. I don't think there'd be a greater trade in the history of pro wrestling. You get rid of the scrub for a great wrestler all day, baby. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, you can you can book him in Kent though. No, that's as big as anything. I I think that I would love for him. I mean, W him to WWE makes zero sense whatsoever. That just wouldn't work. Like, uh, you know, you you've seen a similar thing with like Kenta coming over to WWE and that just literally falling apart. Shinsuke Nakamura, he's around, but, you know, he's a literal shell of him for himself. Um, So it just won't work at all, especially, like, how Nakajima works with those kicks. It just doesn't work at all. AEW, I think that, you know, that's the only obvious American spot for him, I think. And even then, like, anywhere in the States, they're going to tell him to lighten up on his kits, on his kicks. Like and so, I don't want I don't want Katsuhiko Nakajima if he's lighting up, baby. Yeah, uh, so I, I think that's that's really the only thing. I think yeah. if he were to stay in Japan, I would love to see. You're right. Like I would love for at, at the very least, if not stay there, um, go to all Japan at least once to have the uh, um, Kento Miyahara match uh, again. Uh, I think that would yeah. be great. I think that's a great move. And also, that would be a great move. You know, that's a huge get for All Japan. You know, like you said, losing Jake Lee is, oh, oh man, they, they really lost lost somebody there. But um, but gaining a guy like Kento Miyahara, uh, uh, Nakajima in All Japan would already be huge for them. They've been doing, they've been having a really good year, really great year. They've been slowly uh, uh, getting a little bit better in attendance. Or at the very least, Noah has been doing so poorly in attendance that you would think this might put him over the line for All Japan. Um, and if he went to New Japan, you know, I think that's fine too. Uh, I have nothing against that. I, I think he could work well in New Japan. It's just a matter of what slot he goes into. Um, 
uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what that slot would be. He has, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what, who, which ties he has in New Japan that I'm thinking of. I mean, the, thing, the thing with Nakajima is I think he will be smart in whatever he picks. Mm-hmm. I just, this to me, there's very much a lineup of what is better for him. Yeah. At least in my book. I think all Japan's first. Um, I think all Japan's, it's a big fish in a small pond, but that small pond often gets the best out of their big fish, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I think New Japan, he would just be another guy. Awesome, because he gets some cool matchups, but just another guy. There's a very good chance he just goes freelance. Yeah. You know, that's really possible. easy. You know, he could jump here or there. I'm he could pop, sure, up in, uh, pop up in Gleet? We're talking Gleet now? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, they like to pay people money mm-hmm. randomly, right? Mm-hmm. So, you never know. Um, that's a possibility as well. Um, Sammy Callahan is also a free agent as of today. Yeah. 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 Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, uh, <laughs> I, ha- I don't know if it's possible to have, like, zero thoughts about someone at this current stage of their career, but I have zero thoughts about Sammy Callahan. Yeah. The last great Sammy Callahan performance I saw was against Kenny Omega when Kenny Omega was Impact World Champion. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this. Kenny Omega, pretty great, you know? <laughs> so, so, like, that may have been a lot of him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sammy Callahan's an interesting guy. A guy that, you know, if he was a free agent maybe five years ago. Oh, Scotty's gone. <laughs> Scotty fully gone. I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure he'll be popping back up shortly. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Um, but uh, I, I think if Sammy Callahan's a guy that if he was it maybe available like five years ago or something like that? Um, I think, oh, he's back. Scotty, are you back? I'm in technical. Oh, he's in, he is in technical difficulty village. Difficulties on my end, but yes, I am back. Okay, let's, let's maybe, we'll see. You, there was a little bit of weirdness there, but we'll see if that gets any better. Um, Sam McCallion, I think he's a guy like maybe four or five years ago would have been a, a more interesting prospect, but, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, I think he is a way better booker than he is a wrestler. I'll say that in the year of 2020, in the year of 2023, I think he's been doing solid stuff for wrestling a revolver. Um, I think he should just continue doing that. Um, wrestling wise, <laughs> I have no real interest in seeing him. The, the big thing is that you got the same reports coming out that like AEW was like seemingly fully interested, not maybe not, sorry. Maybe not AEW. John Moxley and some people in the locker room are big supporters of Sammy Callahan, and I'm surely they're putting their names in uh, for Sammy Callahan to show up to AEW. I, you know, I think it's just sort of like you know, do we really what what is what what new era is Sammy Callahan bringing to AEW? A more a more violent era is that is that the plan? A more spit filled era? I don't know. I, you know. It, it, 
nothing against the man. It's just I I he's done the same gimmick now for like years and I've seen the same thing over and over and over again for what feels like years. So I I I'm I'm good. I, I I'm good. So I don't know. I I'm I'm glad I'm I like watching what he's been doing with wrestling revolver more than what he's been doing in the ring in 2023. If Moxley has as much say as we know he does, I, I, I'll prepare myself. Yeah, I'll prepare. I'll prepare my body for Sammy Callahan. Wait, what? <laughs> um, Jade Cargill officially signed the to WWE. That's the uh, she's officially signed. There has been no report yet on where she's going to go in terms of brands. Uh, however, they did announce the female competitors for the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament, and Jade Cargill wasn't in it. So unless she is uh, not announced for that tournament, she's just going to pop up on NXT, or more. Li- I think more likely she's popping up on the main roster. Uh, remains yeah. to be seen, but she's officially signed to WWE. Um, red carpet treatment, absolute megastar treatment, right off the rip for Jade Cargill. If you are a fan of Jay Cargill, if you are a fan of what Jay Cargill can be, you you couldn't be happier than the way they handled this. You yeah. know, like she she is coming in as an absolute star, I think, for this company. And you know, the only time, the only other time they did this um, was for Cody, because you know, I know Cody showed up as a surprise. But after that, he did like entire media circuit, literally everything like immediately right after. And this is how you tell AEW wrestlers, we're interested. We're not only interested in you. We're willing to give you a huge treatment, treat you as one of our biggest stars. If you're willing to come here. And I think it's so smart, right? Now they're two for two, essentially, in the way. And, you know, Jade hasn't wrestled yet. But in terms of the rollout, you couldn't be treated bigger. And I think that is just going to do so much good for them moving forward when other free agents come out, especially when it comes to Cody's people, which Jade, of course, is. Here's looking at you, Ricky Starks. (laughs) I think the the time, I think the clock is uh, clock is ticking on that one. Revolution is televised. <laughs> Revolution is televised on Monday Night Raw or whatever, whatever it'll show up in uh, 2024. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. The, the rollout's been spectacular on Jade Cargill. Um, they're doing everything right. And this is obviously sort, you know, sort of like another shot across the bow for WWE um, that they're trying to make it, of course, as they should. And yeah, it just remains to be seen where she goes and I think what she does. I think that's the most, that's obviously, the rollout can be great, but if she shows yeah. up and it's just sort of like a scrub, then uh, that defeats the whole purpose. I, so I doubt I doubt that would be the case, I'm just saying. They probably paid her a lot of money, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will say, this is my thought, I think the main roster actually makes the most sense for her. Agreed. I fully agree. And it's because there's house shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna wrestle on those house shows and i think that does as much help because with nxt wh- what are you gonna do just have her train in the pc you know it's like 
that's all she was doing in AEW, not the PC, but training in a ring, right? With at wherever they train and so on and so forth. So, yeah. um, hopefully, hopefully this all works out. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I think Jade's going to be a mega star. Um, you know, AEW made her a star. WWE is now going to try to make her a superstar, mm-hmm. which in WWE's language is exactly what they will do because she is now a WWE superstar. But you get my point. CMLL, MLW, and New Japan Pro Wrestling have officially announced a, uh, I was going to say dual, uh, a tri-partnership between the three companies. Uh, Obviously, New Japan and MLW have been sort of already kind of working together with Kushida showing up on Fury Road last month uh, or earlier this month or whatever, but it's been formally announced. CMLL announced that they are working with MLW. MLW released a joint statement. Um, saying, quote, it's a privilege and honor to forge an alliance with CMLL and work of Mr. Salvador Lutheroth Lomai and his team while expanding MLW's relationship with New Japan to create an extraordinary collaboration, said MLW CEO Court Bauer. Now, uh, of course, working of New Japan and Kushida and presumably Rocky Romero, uh, and everything down the line. What do they think they've already worked with Rocky Romero now? I think of it. Um, you know, doing all that stuff down the line, uh, obviously, you know, what does that mean for MLW? But also, what does it mean for CMLL? Well, I think that's a, an important one because previously MLW have been working with AAA. And now if they're working with CMLL, that AAA partnership is being kicked to the curb. Uh, so Good. what do you think about uh, MLW working with New Japan CMLL? And of course... <laughs> We cannot forget that the first CMLL champion that they bring in, of course, is Rocky Romero. Uh, so of course. Do you think? Do you think we're? In, you know? Do you think this is a legit partnership? We're going to finally see Will Ospreay in MLW, a man they promised no. what two years ago, I think. At this point, no. Are we going to see Mystico show up on the Fury Road, or is this just another MLW? An announcement that's just kind of getting blown up to uh, the nth degree. To me, this is using New Japan to create a spot for CMLL to go in America. Because otherwise, all you have is New Japan strong. And that's not enough, I think, for the popularity that CMLL has created over the past couple months, especially, or this year overall. So to me, it's it's using New Japan as a pathway, because we've already seen this with RevPro. They are using that relationship to create something for CMLL there. And now they're using MLW. Um, and I think it's smart to go through New Japan. New Japan has so many relationships now that it's like, hey, let's, you know, can you, you guys cool buddying in on this and we'll you know new new japan has tiers right like the way they send talent to certain promotions they they do it in tiers so mlw is the bottom tier you'll get minoru suzuki kushida you know maybe an ishii off one maybe once you'll get like a ishii sure right impact will get the uh, uh leo rush kenta you know, certain guys like that Sonata. that are a little higher level that they actually care to push. And then and then AEW will get Okada, Zach, Osprey, you know, mm-hmm. the the guys. And I think that's perfect. 
I think that's perfect because in that in that sense, they are creating relationships for CMLL, who is their best partner, right? That is their best partner, their longest partner now. Um, I just, I just, I just wish we could we could do this with AEW. I just, yeah, you know, some of us, some of us would love to see Teton mm-hmm. just duking it out on collision with like I don't know anyone. <laughs> uh or mascara dorada mm-hmm. or you know the real mascara dorada not that fake that they call metal leak <laughs> get that 1.0 uh, shit out of here uh not that fraud <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think it's uh i think you're right i think having another pathway that isn't just new japan in america which is you know every couple of months I think having another pathway for CMLL in the States is a good move. Uh, obviously, AEW wasn't happening. It's much to my chagrin. And I guess they could have done Impact. I guess there's still possible that they could do Impact. Impact still works with AAA. Do they? They have Black Tarus, so yeah. Oh, and Laredo Kid. Yeah, I guess technically they do work with AAA. So yeah, so I think MLW is really the only other option here uh, in terms of a major minor promotion i guess um yeah yeah, you know i i'm i'm okay with it i you know i it's mlw it's court bauer i put all of these press releases at an arm's length uh you know remember i i I jokingly said will osprey finally coming in you know that was a big when they moved to vice tv or whatever that one tv special they announced will osprey coming in never came in once uh so you know i i put all this stuff he's been on impact he's been on impact He's going to be on Impact against Speedball in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just put all of this at arm's length for MLW. But if it does mean we get CMLL wrestlers other than Rocky Romero, then uh, I will certainly accept it. You know, if we can bring in... We're not going to bring in Mystico. There's no freaking way. We're not going to bring in... I mean, maybe we'll bring in a Teton. I, get the, I wouldn't count Mystico out here. I will say the one good thing about MLW... Mm-hmm. Is that they really like tried to re-embrace the Lucha Underground thing? Yeah. While that didn't work out as well because they just didn't have the top guys that you'd want to see. Yeah. They do seem to care about the Lucha aspect, and if that involves again bringing in Dorada, Teton, Soberano Jr., mm-hmm. that's gonna make their product something that I will go out of my way to see to see those guys. Sure. So. Sure. It, it's smart it's smart and i did see that like the idea is to maybe try to get like jacob fatu there and i'd be like jacob fatu in a cml ring would be psychotic but yes i kind of would love it I, I i apologize for reading this on my phone but i found i got the screenshot on my phone so this is from the observer um about this sort of uh issue because they are working with cmll and not triple a sam adonis will not be returning uh they hope to send darn <laughs> He's been doing good work in MLW, I'll say. Uh, they hope to send Jacob Fatu to CMLO, although that is pending, given Fatu has a legal issue that could be a holdup. That issue also stopped Fatu from going to NOAA when MLW were, and NOAA were working together as well as AAA. Does that does that mean we could have gotten Jacob Fatu in the N1 instead of uh, Lance NOI? <sighs> um, Maybe. Maybe not this. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, on screen, Selena De La Renta. Very possible. 
On screen, Soledad de Renta, who just returned, will be used as the person bringing talent in from Mexico, a role she did in the past at AAA. Uh, as part of the deal, all MLW talent can't work anywhere in Mexico except for CMLL. So, at the very least, uh, that AAA partnership is dead. They're not going to work with the crash anymore. If they are going to work in Mexico, it is for CMLL or bust. So, we we're probably going to see a lot more of those talent. Alice Hammerstones, eventually, maybe. a lot. Well, yeah, maybe like, your top guys. Alex Hammerstone may be a Fatu eventually. Anytime CMLL does like one of those shows where they need foreigners, that's when we'll see them. That is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Otherwise, CMLL just runs their roster, and they're very happy doing so. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fair. I think that's completely If MLW fair. were smart, they'd give Stephanie Vaquer their belt. Just saying. I would. You know for a fact I would. Take take that over everything I, that's happening right now in the featherweight division. I just, I try, I try, I try my best to pitch Stephanie Vaquer pretty much everywhere at this point. You're telling me that this wants someone to listen. You're telling me that you want you want God Queen Delmi Exo to do the job. I've never seen her wrestle, but you told me she was terrible. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I I saw a match with her recently. In MLW, she's like this, you know, she's a god queen MLW. She's kind of, you know, kind of like a Charlotte Flair-esque. Oh, sort of the thing. god queen, of course. Of course, of course. We all understand this gimmick. Oh, I don't even know what the hell that means. She yeah. was doing, like, babyface fire spots. And I was like, you're a heel. <laughs> you're, you're the, <laughs> you're the bad, bad person. Why are you doing, like, I did a move and then, like, the, the fist pumping. Yeah. You are the bad person. <laughs> you are, you're the bad person. Yeah. What are you doing here? Um... Uh, WWE uh, have formally announced a new media rights deal for Japan, which is a pretty big deal for them because of two things. Number one, this will be the first time returning to Japanese television since 2021 when their deal with uh, J Sports ended uh, in 2021. <laughs> uh, but this new partnership was announced for WWE and Abima TV. Uh, so starting this October, WWE programming will stream exclusively on Abima platforms to Japan. So they will carry Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and premium live events. Starting with Raw uh, this upcoming Tuesday. Uh, so, um, Scotty, what do you think about this new Abima deal? And what do you think about the, Abima's connections, of course, with Noah? And uh, <laughs> Keji Muto bring up this idea of, hey, I'm going to be, he's involved in the broadcast. Uh, I saw the thing where he's doing an interview with Finn Balor. Uh, and, you know, and, you know, he has openly stated that he would like to be a bridge between Noah and WWE. Um, so there's, he believes that there is a possibility of something about WWE and Noah will be born into this. So what do you think about this, what this means for WWE going to Japan? Again, since 2021, and what do you think this means? Uh, do, do, is NXT Japan happening? Is that this? Is that what this means? Is NXT Japan finally happening? Global localization has formally, uh, finally planted ground on the soils of Japan. I don't know how much, how how badly do you think they want to buy a roster of 40 year olds? <laughs> <laughs> Like besides Kaito Kiyomiya, everyone is thirty and up. Let's look, let's look up this Noah roster here. Let's look at the age. I don't think you want to. 
because it got worse this week anyways. Yeah. Go Shizaki's like 38, 40. No, he's 41. Um, he's old. He, he is old. Kino's 38. Um, Kino, Kino, whatever the hell you want to call him. Sure. Um, like, that, that's it? Uh, Yoshiki Inamura is like 33. Masakita Mi is like 33. Marfuji's, 35. is like 42, 43. Yeah. Yeah, you see you see my point here? Um, you see my point here? Yeah, it's uh it's pretty uh it's pretty and Jake pretty... Lee's just ass. <laughs> so like, you don't want him. Oh, you want the junior division? You you want Hayata? No, you tell me you want Hayata? Like yeah. Uh, I, I think the idea, like and I, a lot of people had fun fun jokes with this. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like who cares? Like, I don't think all of a sudden uh, Endeavor's just going to be throwing out money to go purchase wrestling. No. Yeah, I don't. There's something about like I understand picking up new independent roster talents for WWE proper, but yeah, buying a whole promotion and doing all the stuff. I don't. I don't think that's in the cards for TKO right now. Unless it's for like five bucks. <laughs> like, well, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I'm. Not, I'm not too worried about anything. Just because, like, it's just Muto. <laughs> it's just Muto being he just Muto. Talks, you know, Muto is you talking know? because he wants a. He wants money. You know, he yeah. wants some sort of deal. He's a worker for life, boys. Yeah, like he, he ain't stopping until you know. Never. He's just never gonna stop. And uh, I don't know. It's fine. I think the thing with WWE in Japan is like. And you and me talked about this. If you're a pro wrestling fan, you're not watching WWE in Japan. Mm-hmm. You're watching New Japan, right? You're watching All Japan, Noah, yeah, Stardom. Like you were watching the promotions that you have. That's why like WWE wasn't on TV in Japan for, <laughs> for the longest for, time for two years. <laughs> yeah, like it's to me that's just like the tell the telling tale and. Uh, good for them that they got TV, obviously, because you know that's more money for them. Yeah, I'm sure that's great. Good, good, good things for them there. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's yeah, getting on TV that's a good TV rights deal. Going on a BMA that's very interesting, but I don't think this necessarily means the end of days for Noah. End of days, new NXT Japan's coming in. Uh, you know, there's nothing. Oh, man. Baron Corbin, Noah, you are so right. That's definitely gonna happen. You know, yeah, you know, maybe that's what WWE does with all of their older, like fledgling talent. Like instead of sending them to NXT, they send them to Noah, or or getting rid of them, <laughs> and you know, you know, dropping like Adolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin. You know, instead of dropping these guys, just send all these. You no, know they want Shelton be back, baby. <laughs> just send all these old roster members they got nothing to do for with, and they're still paying. Send them on to Noah, Ziggler and Noah. There's Spring Chicken and Noah, baby. <laughs> Sean Benjamin and Noah. Uh, uh, who's the other guy you said? Uh, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Noah. <laughs> just, just send all of these guys to Noah. That could work. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Look at Shinsuke Nakamura. He went to Noah and he came back, and now he's like trying to break Seth Rollins' back. You're telling me you don't want to see Dolph Ziggler versus Jack Morris? No, I don't want. 
Uh, you take that back. You take that, that actually. I you take that back. No good, party sir. wants to see that. You know, it'd be a sick match. El Hio del Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Shelton Benjamin. Give me that. Well, I mean, that's what I want. We can all, be- I, I mean, yeah, of course, that's going to be a great match. That'd be sick. That <laughs> I, would be so sick. I, that would be very good. Uh, <laughs> let me, I'm going to look up the Antonio roster to see if there's any other, uh, any other 40 year old. Akira Tozawa. You're doing nothing with him. Over to Noah. Just send him Akira over. Akira Tozawa would save the junior division. Save the junior division. Apollo Cruz, send them to Noah. Why not? Paul Cruz could cook. He could he could do well. Uh, junior heavyweight, I guess heavyweight. Um, anyone else? Anyone else for sending over to Noah? Who else? I think we could, do they start a women's division in Noah? Is that? I guess they're already kind of starting a women's division in Noah, kind of, very loosely. Um, who else? Who else are we not doing anything with? Uh, Dexter Loomis, Noah. <laughs> Dexter Loomis still works. <laughs> Apparently, Drew Gulak, Noah, send him in. Fly. Johnny Gargano. Here we go. Johnny baby. Gargano. He's doing Johnny it. Gargano versus Jake Lee for the GHC heavyweight title. Everything that Mitsuharu Masawa envisioned for his company. <laughs> it's, it's just up Jinder Mahal. Noah, send him in. Send Listen. You know Noah would love this, right? Because they brought in Saxon Huxley. They brought in Timothy Thatcher. They're all it. Uh, Stallion Rogers. Come on. Shinsuke Nakamura. Noah. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Noah. Karrion Cross. Noah. Just send him in. Fly him in. Instead of instead of uh instead of like them buying Noah, we have sent we have essentially sent all the people that WWE does not use to Noah. That's my that's my whole point. You're not using any of these people. Send them over to Noah. Who cares? They would they're old, they would fit right in. Uh they would look like you said, like spring chickens. Uh you're not using them anyway, so who cares? Just send these guys over. Uh there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to, I think. I could give you a reason not to. You know who I would honestly love to see in Noah? You know who would legitimately be great and honestly if nakajima was still in the no okay this is what i want to say go shiazaki versus sheamus oh that'd be peace <laughs> that sheamus was getting a uh japan run is still the dream that would be great that would actually legitimately be great um but yeah just how dare you throw sheamus into that <laughs> batch of Rub a dub dubs that you just gave us. <laughs> Rub a dub dubs. Um, I mean, that's where they're picking up. They're picking up the dubs for sure. For sure. Uh, no, no one's win- ain't winning in these matches. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, that w- I would love that. Just send literally everybody that you got. All these olds. Send them to Noah. Who cares? Jake all Lee. The Jake Lee. They're all decent. young. They're all young for uh, for Noah though. So that's, you know that's fair. That is fair. Jake Lee will still beat every single one of them um let's talk about stardom let's talk about the five-star grand prix finale uh of course took place last saturday yesterday saturday 9 30 2023 um and it was you know it was an interesting one here it was a very interesting one of course uh you know i think we'll talk about the finals and uh you know there's there's not really i guess a lot of to talk about in the A block or the B block other than the matches maybe themselves because the finals were of course between Suzu Suzuki and Micah with Suzu Suzuki uh not wrestling <laughs> other than the uh 
other than the Battle, the Battle Royal. But uh, not wrestling really her way into the finals, per se. Hey, 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 hey. She had to win all the other matches. That is true. That is certainly true. But she didn't have to win on this night, per se, um, uh, against uh, Micah. Uh, who her ha- won her match against Mariah earlier to go night. through Mariah. <laughs> of course, which uh, that was a hard-fought battle if I've ever seen one. And then we, uh, of course... Yeah, that, was, that was beef. And, of course, Suzu Suzuki fully getting the win here, uh, and she is your new five-star Grand Prix champion. Uh, so congratulations to her. What do you think about uh, the final match, and what do you think about uh, what what this means for stardom going forward? Yeah, um, lots lots to dissect here. Obviously, losing out on Julia versus Tommy, Saya versus Suzu, and Mai versus Starly Kid, all due to injury. Big major hit to the final show. Those are those I think going into the night when the tournament was announced were probably the top three most anticipated. Uh, so that obviously hurt. However, however, Stardom is very good at putting things together and making up for, you know, what they missed out on. And, and to me, they did probably the best they could. There's been a lot of discussion about the winner of the final, especially now because Suzu is not challenging at stardom dream queendom. She is instead challenging at gold rush in Osaka the month before. And to me, that is them getting the match they probably wanted for stardom dream queendom and moving this up instead yeah i thought that was a wild decision i fully i don't know if i feel good about that decision yeah so there's there's a few ways i look at this one is that so many injuries happened to them Mm -hmm. that it's like at one at a certain point, how do you decide this? Like, I had thought Tam might win the tournament just for that reason, that, just yeah. so they could get back on track. Agreed. But instead, they gave the accolade to someone who is now propelled into the main event level and locked in. And a lot of people can look at this in one way of, well, she's not getting the big championship match. But the way I look at it is... They gave the ball to Sue Suzuki at the age of 21. Mm-hmm. That is something they don't really do. Like Azumi, Starlight Kid, that while they are the future and they have had they've had main main event spots, they are not main eventers yet. They're not at that level yet. They are clearly, especially Starlight Kid this year, been pushed down the card for the most part. You know, hey, we'll we'll put we'll push you down the road and then you'll come back up. Suzuki's not in that scenario anymore. No. You have now established her as a top dog moving forward. Not and it, two years in a row. Last year she was a win within making the finals. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't even sign with the company. She signed on the dotted line. And when I said if she signs on the dotted line, she will be one of their top dogs. She is a generational talent for them. Mm-hmm. Like you don't pass that up. So I thought giving her the Grand Prix was smart because listen, here here's the fact. She's going to win all the belts. May not happen right off the bat, but she's going to win majority of the belts. She's already won, you know, world titles outside of stardom before signing with them and she didn't sign with them until she was 20 years old. So that tells you all you need to know about how she's viewed as in the overall scene. Um 
the the Osaka match is a letdown just because I would have liked to see Suzu get that big match. But that tells yeah. me that Saikantani's probably ready by Queendom. Because I don't think they announce that until they know where she's at. Because that was the original, you know, rumored to be the original plan. Tam versus Saya. And that looks to be the original, the the continued plan. Because I think if Saya is not going to be able to make it to Queendom, you you just do Tam and Suzu. But since she is... You do this, you get back on track to what you wanted to do because I think Suzu is going to have the gold rush match no matter what because she beat Tam in the tournament. But instead they said, oh, you know what? We'll give her this accolade. We'll, we'll tell, we tell everyone, like, you should be paying attention to her in this company. So instead of being in the level of, right, like Micah, Momo, um, you know, like the mid, the higher mid card, she is now again a main eventer, which is a very, very elite class. Like that is Tam, Julia, my well, Tam, Julia, Mayu, and like Shuri, they're like another class, but then it's like Utami, um, I guess Mirai because she's Wonder Champion and she's won two Cinderella's. Uh, I'm looking at the roster here, um. Yeah, Natsu Natsu is like more mid uh the 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 higher mid card as well. But it, it's a way to get her to that next main event level, I guess, with those two top dogs that I was talking about, rather than having her down there with again, Hazuki Micah, so on. Yeah, I <clears throat> I agree with what you're saying about like, you know, they there are if they wanted to push anyone, why not give it to Suzu Suzuki? You are already kind of establishing her as a big deal at a young age. So why not Mm -hmm. give her uh, this accolade accolade, accolade, uh, at this point to get her to that point? I... The the gold rush announcement and not the Wrestle Queendom announcement, I I think, is a a disappointment to me. I I agree. I kind of push back on her being like a full-on main event star because... I I I think to me it's like they it it it, it is either or it could be all of these things I guess as well that Saikamitani will be ready to go and that you know by Russell Queendom and so that's the plan and we're sticking with it and you know that's within their right to do it but to change how the five star has been working the past couple of years just to push to to continue that plan I am not a big fan of that. Because yeah. to me, I read this as Suzu Suzuki is just going to lose at Gold Rush, and then Tam Nakano goes on and and gets challenged by Sai Kamatani for Wrestle Kingdom, and that also tells me that I, as much as they give Suzu Suzuki this accolade, I don't necessarily think they see her as a big show main eventer yet. I think they can see her as a main eventer on these like smaller shows, but I don't necessarily see her as, I don't think they necessarily see her as like a, they don't see her as a wrestle queendom main event. They could have easily switched it and stuck with the tradition that they've been sort of establishing and, and gone with her for wrestle queendom and done Saikama and just delayed Saikamatani presumably winning the title down the line. But instead they pushed up, pushed up Suzu Suzuki to gold rush. I, I, 
I'm not a fan of that. I, it reads totally as like what to. And another reason why I'm not a fan of that is because it totally reads to me as what they've been doing the past couple years, which seems to have been the champion, the the five star winner wins. You know, the five star person wins the five star, goes on the Wrestle Kingdom, and wins the title. And that feels like that's mm-hmm. what they what the plan was for Saya Kamatani, and that feels like that's what they're going to do. And they've done that for like the past three years at this point. Yeah, I, and and I don't like that. And I said it last year when they did it. When they did it again, and 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 uh, uh, Julia won the title. I was just like, "Great, I'm okay with that. Let's let's yeah. let's let's. Can we do something else though with how Wrestle Kingdom main events coming about?" And I think they could have done something interesting with Suzuki. Whether or not they put the title on her, I, I think it's. I think it would have been okay if they did Wrestle Kingdom and for Suzu Suzuki to lo- lose. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's totally okay. She's still very young. She doesn't necessarily need to win it there. Um, but I don't know. I, I think changing up the tradition and doing all these things at this point, I, I, I'm just not, I don't necessarily like it. And I don't, I, I think they have confidence in Suzu Suzuki, but it's like, they rather go off the plan than to make an even bigger yeah. star out of her right now. And I'm unsure about that because it, it's, yeah. you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. I, the, so I, I understand where you're coming from. And I, I thought when they said Saya that Saya was going to lose, like when that rumor was made, like I was like, oh, she's going to lose because yeah. I don't know if you go right back to her with the title, which is still very possible um, that and that's, she can uh, lose. That's also a great point. If Saya just returns for Wrestle Kingdom and then loses, then what was the whole point of any of this? Right. It's, yeah. I, the, the, it's a weird scenario because the the thing I will say is I don't, there was a lot of the talk yesterday was more about Micah losing than anything else. And we talk about Micah as well, just, but I'm just, yeah, I think the situation for me here is that they, and I looked at this multiple ways. I looked at this in the way of Micah. I look at this in the way of dream queendom. And I look at this way for Suzu, uh, for Suzu, She's wrestling. She's going to main event the show, and this isn't Dream Queen. It's not their biggest show of the year, so I understand. But she will be main eventing the same show that last year had Saya versus Kyrie mm-hmm. and Shuri versus Utami, which is a major show. It's Agreed. just it's not Agreed. it's not the show. It's and not, I think that for me is also the problem. It's not the um, it's not the show, and it's getting rid of a tradition that they've been establishing for the past couple of years. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tradition that while well, has only lasted two years, it's now the expectation. Yes, um, right. And, and they're throwing, it, they're say, throwing like, it away just to to. If to they just swerved stuff. us and Suzu just won the belt, I'll be down. With that. <laughs> I don't think anyone would complain. Uh, again, I think it would be worse if someone else won. Actually, the five star or the five star. Okay, because yeah. Suzu's twenty one. You know, like, this is just like, all right, she's going to be, you know, she's destined for greatness now. Yeah. If this was Micah, I think people would be even more upset. Like, I know she would have got a big win finally. Yeah. But it's, to me, would have said a lot more of, yeah, we don't see her in that spot. And that's the whole reason I wasn't picking Micah to win, because I didn't see her in that spot. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the people that they see in that spot, either weren't in contention anymore mm-hmm. or hurt. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, all right, what are we going to do? 
And I think they... And, and like I said, did. Suzu can win the five-star and still lose the World, of, yeah, world of Stardom title, and that should be totally fine. Micah, like, if Micah won the five-star and then lost the title, I think more people's hands will yeah. have their hands... Like, well, like I think hell. a lot of people in the moment wanted Micah to win because she hasn't got a big win. She's come so close so many times and she hasn't got it. But I thought about it. I was like, I don't know. Do you really want to see her lose another title match? That's you know, true. like that's true. Because I don't know if she's ever going to get a title. I think she gets a wonder belt or something. Like, I just think she's too good not to, mm-hmm. especially after beating Mirai. Like, to me, that's a big deal. Same. I pitched this. I was like, one, Susie gets to the final, she can't lose because she didn't really wrestle a match before. And two, if Micah gets to the final, she already beat the Wonder of Storm champion. Mm-hmm. She comes close in the end. It's good for her. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I think... I, I fully think Micah Mirai is, you know, assuming Mirai makes it, I fully think that's the Wrestle Kingdom title match. I do too. And I think that's a great one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to go. Um... Ultimately, I'm still upset that Susie doesn't get the queen in the main event, but I am happy that she won the Grand Prix. You know, like yeah. that's the way I look at it. It's like, as a big Suzu fan that I am, there are more positives still to take out of it. Agreed. It's just she, like she's very much more likely, I think, to main event next year with sure. or without the queendom thing. Sure. You know, it's yeah. like, because she could be champion by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still stinks because um, I would have liked to see her in that spot. But I, I I always bring up with Tam, if she's losing year end, maybe there's a time limit on her. There's always a possible time limit with Tam. Mm-hmm. You know, like when they when she got the world title, I think a lot of people were like, oh, is this like a last hurrah? And then, you know, she rides off into the sunset. Very possible. She's teased retirement 27 times, which real wrestler. Um, you know, but I think that's a possibility. And the Saya match, they have a they have a natural story for that to make it work, right? Yeah. She got hurt against Tam opening night. Mm-hmm. Easy, you just set that up. But uh, there's a lot of good and bad. The good is Suzu gets the win. Suzu's five star Grand Prix winner, which is huge for her. She's in the main story of the company right now, which is the relationship between her, Julia, and Micah. Yep. Um, I think. I think within the next year, Julie and Suzu are probably like tag champs. Like, I think the the idea is pairing Suzu with Julia on screen because that's how you make her an even bigger star, mm-hmm. which, you know, not a bad scenario to be in is being paired with Julia and their previous relationship is probably something they want to do. Uh, but overall, the final night was solid. I think Micah, Micah was the star of the night, even with the Suzu win. And I hope. I hope Micah does get her moment now because I think her beating Mariah would be a very fitting spot for her. And I think uh, she's awesome. She's awesome. I mean, I was amped when Susan won. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I was pumping the fist. I was like, this, this is, this is, this is the best. Like, because I, I had, I had decided before the show even started that my favorite wrestler wasn't winning. (laughs) <laughs> i was like she's probably not winning yeah so and then she did and i was like oh okay sweet but yeah this is the thing is they have a lot of people too that are ready for big spots yeah and i think we're gonna see a lot of difference in the next week like they have a pay-per-view next monday everyone has a show next monday it's a holiday i, was about I understand to say, that I, I was about to say i'm pretty sure it's a holiday right 
but it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone having a pay-per-view on Monday. Yeah. Makes our show difficult. Yeah. Well, I mean, then a- you get the scorching cold takes. That is true. We will have scorching cold takes on destruction and Ryo Goku. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to wait a week to talk about Yu Yu Amora. Probably, or Katsuhiko Nakajima, or, <laughs> or just like Mariah May. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that we'll miss out on. Uh, I will say just before we move on from Stardom, Stardom a Corkin show today. The back to the mask gimmick. The remask wrestlers I, showed up. I saw that and I was just like, again, we're doing mask yeah. gimmicks. So, so when I saw it, I said, "Oh, it is that time of the year where we're gonna have probably new signees join." Sure. Um, and my idea is why they're doing it again is because maybe those wrestlers haven't left their company yet, <laughs> or not, or not have not arrived yet. Okay, which is very possible. So we're talking because Dana Brooke. Uh, we're talking. Uh, who else? I saw multiple people joke about that. <laughs> who else is on that ninety day? Uh. Uh, Aaliyah, <laughs> Aaliyah, everyone's favorite Aaliyah. Aaliyah, uh, I, Aaliyah could use Aaliyah would be so bad in Stardom, but I would lo- I would love just to see Aaliyah do a Stardom tour just to see if she gets any better by the end of it. You hey, have to, those tours do a lot of good. I was gonna say you have to think she will get better at the end of it. Um, or Baker didn't. <laughs> um, Brandy Rhodes didn't. No, 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 no. Well, some people have the talent. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, people just aren't built and for some, some people are Aaliyah. um <laughs> uh yeah there's there's uh, uh i don't know who it's gonna be they also have a halloween show at the end of the year uh end of the month so that also could just be the reason sure i don't know i i'm sort of i as someone who is uh more of a casual starter watcher than you are obviously the Year after year, repeated stories that I'm starting to notice are the mask, yeah, yeah. the mask, the, 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 the champion winning and just winning the title at, at the Wrestle Kingdom. I'm starting to get frustrated over the booking from old Hat Man, and I'm like, "Come on, man, let's, let's do something." Changed up a lot this year, but you know, I, yeah, you fall it, back. We had to fall back on some old, uh, <laughs> old favorites. Yeah, it, it, it's too I, good you're to right. Be true. You're right. They, they've they have done new things for sure, but it, there are things where I'm like, "Come on, come on, Rossi, just something else." <laughs> Can we not? My, my problem, my problem is all the changes have been tamp. <laughs> I agree. Like, come I know. on, I know. <laughs> At least uh, I got Suzu as the GP winner. That was like the one change. And I was like, all right, that was me. Thank you. Yeah. Everything else is goddamn Tam Nakano. That is, that's fair. That is completely fair. Um, well, let's move on and talk about... I mean, well, hold on. Before we go, did you have any other thoughts about this final night? Or did you have any thoughts about the rest of the five-star? Do you think it was a good one? Do you think it was a bad one? Do you think it was hashtag cursed? Uh, it was a very strong tournament for them. It's... Um, Unfortunately, the injuries piled up to take away from a lot of it, I think, for people, which I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, losing out on Saya right off the rip was, was bad. Like, that that killed so many big matches. Like, that killed so many big matches. It was such a freak injury, too, because, like, the way you watch her land, it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Utami getting hurt killed the final day. Starlight Kid getting hurt. She fought through it as much as she could. 
Um, but for a tournament that had all those ups and downs, they did a really good job. The roster did. I think next year there's going to be a lot of changes based off of this year, in ter- at least in terms of just trying to ease up on injuries. Yeah. Because last year they had so many more matches, but no one got hurt. Yeah. Which is like, how did that happen? Two years ago, when they had the ten, the twenty-person field, Julia got hurt. So there's just like some weird thing going on here. Well, you know, injuries and I hope happen, that, of course, obviously they do. They do. It's just like it's weird that when they have like 157 matches, no one gets you know, no one gets hurt other than like you know, get bandaged up. This and then you know the two years that they're not people do get hurt but uh i, I know like yeah uh, I, I, I know like dave Meltzer, wrestling observer he sort of mentioned and kind of true kind of not true i i think but he sort of mentioned that like you know they still did like weekend shows every single weekend for months for for the stardom yeah. five star but then they also had i think like a, a week in august and then yeah, like a week in August and then this pat or a week in September practically where they had just like a f- basically a full week of wrestling. Yeah. And he, yeah. he, he sort of mentioned that like just them working that stardom hard hitting style. He wonders if that's, you know, and working that many days and work changing that yeah. schedule sort of around if that sort of played into the injuries. The, the, the beauty of the tournament is that they didn't have many off nights like a lot of them gave their top effort. The bad part about the tournament is that they had, they didn't have a lot of off nights. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so like, because I remember like when Mariah May was in it, everyone was like, Oh, you know, like that's going to be the night that they like take off the wrestlers. They did not take off those yeah. nights. They yeah. did not like Mariah may hit power bombs onto the floor on them. They could not take those nights off. So and, it's like, and you know, Mariah may is coming into it. it and you know, Mariah may is coming into it because she knows that's her last tour. Right. You know, exactly. So yeah, there's different things to change up. I mean, I'm looking forward to what they do change next year because I do think the three injuries will make them change something like the three injuries to three major talents, you yeah. know, like yeah. <laughs> Saya, Utami and Starlight kid. That is tough. And, um, Hopefully they're all back by the end of the year. I think Starly Kid said it was her ankle. It just, you know, started to be rough. And thankfully, most of these are all rest. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Which is nice. You know, if, if it's rest, you got off easy. You know. Um, but that's kind of the way I look at it all. There's a lot of there's a lot to go throughout the rest of the year. Now for them, um, they have a lot of interesting ways to go. They have more than just the world title picture, which has been my main complaint this year. Anyways, um, hasn't been a perfect year, but at the same time for stardom after the past two years, they were never going to top those. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, and I still always go back to the triangle derby or starting this year being a bad start to the year. Yeah. It was, it was a, it was a tough start. Uh, I think they're ice better cold, off ice cold that tar- triangle derby. Oh yeah, the final the final of that sh- tournament was so good, but it's like no one remembers a single thing from the first three months because of that thing. So uh, I do wonder if they bring it back or not. I'm hoping not. <laughs> same, 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 same. Susan won that too, though. That's, Just saying, that's true. That is true. She's two a, tournaments in a year. She's a tournament winner, and she was only signed for five months of it. <laughs> that's probably true. That's, that's pretty true. crazy. So good for her. 
Uh, that's that's the big takeaway for everyone. Just just know that Suzu Suzu's on her way. You know, I think that's yeah. my biggest takeaway. It, the 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 Grand Prix winners in order are mm-hmm. Utami, Shuri, Julia, and now Suzu Suzuki. It's pretty good. Don't take that lightly. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's Su- it's Suzu's a, gonna have two. Yeah, my my whole point of the thing was like it's a massive, it's a massive thing to put on her resume. It's, it's like not it's the just, biggest thing because she's now not main eventing. Yeah, also a- actively changing the tradition you've sort of yeah. been establishing. To me, is sort of like it yeah. tells me kind of what the finish of the Gold Rush thing. Who's going to win that one? And it tells me that they if won- they do it to throw us off and Suzu wins though. I yeah, I'll pop. I'll pop. I'll pop. I'll, I'll be like, all right, Rossi. I'll I say, knew you I'll were say, nuts, buddy. Hats off to the Hat Man himself. <laughs> Mostly because I'm going to go into it not expecting that at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that's, that's the whole thing. If that's his ultimate curveball, and he heard, you know, he just heard you complain. Oh, they always lose a queen. Fine, screw you. I'll do it a month earlier. I'll pop <laughs> so big for that. If that was that'd, the be, case. A, that'd be so funny. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, but personally, I doubt it. We'll see what happens. No, uh, I doubt it too. I won't get my hopes up. But uh, if that happens, then that'd be the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he does listen to the show, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not mistaken. Of course. Of course. Every, I mean, everyone does. Everyone what do we else. got next? All of our, oh, ra- all, all of our radio <laughs> heads. Uh, let's talk about NXT No Mercy. That's right. We had such... We're back on the NXT train, boys. <laughs> we, we had such a low <laughs> a low week this week. And, and we just both happened to watch NXT last night live. Now, you and I just decided, especially after the last two matches, you and I just decided, all right, let's put it on the board. <laughs> let's put it on the board. I was, Cause if the we, way I looked at if, it. If we went to Fastlane right now, we are, we are an hour and 12 minutes in, and Fastlane's only four matches so far. We Yeah, we would have had to do hardcore discussion topics. Which, you know, we have discussion topics, of course, to talk about, and I think our fans would enjoy that. And we that. already tried to talk about what we would call you people. Yeah. The... <laughs> Our, the, the ring posters, the, the ring, the ring, the 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 rings, the posters, the ringer posters, the post, the the posties is of course our our award show, um the 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 radio heads of course, um the the RPRs, no, I don't like that. That actually is really bad now that I think about it. Um, it's yeah. <laughs> really bad. Let's talk, let's move on. Uh, NXT <laughs> No Mercy review. Let's talk about NXT No Mercy. Uh, out of Bakersfield, California, the Mechanics Bank, a bank full of mechanics arena. Um, uh, what do you think about the show overall? Are we are we back fully on board NXT? Are we covering these NXT PLEs moving forward for the rest of 2023, which will probably just be one? You know, it's funny. I started watching um, their TV. Like uh-huh. I would watch some of their matches, not oh, not the whole show. God, 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 no! Can't watch their terrible skits, never, yeah. ever. However, they've started to like get back into like the work ready matches, mm-hmm. um, on a week to week basis. So like, I watched Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate. The Global Heritage um, Cup no. helped. The Global Heritage. Yeah, I watched uh, um, Dragonov versus Wesley a few weeks ago. Like you know, they they got something going back there. Um, so like when I saw the takeover coming up, I was like, or whatever they call it now, just NXT, um, NXT, no mercy. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Um, and I think there's 
stuff to like mm-hmm. about NXT moving forward. I mean, by the end of the show, there was surely something to like yeah. with the new champion. But uh, I'm not going to say I'm back, but I'm definitely at least more so considering it. it which It's arm's length, not... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm gonna be here for deadline, baby. But you know, I'm gonna be like, I, I could. What's that? Iron Survivor matches return? Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. I remember the one of them were good last year. I, I have no memories of those matches in any. They're kind of crazy. They're kind of crazy because like none of it made sense. <laughs> but you know, I, I I'm a big fan of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Well. It's stuck. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's stuck. But you know what's stunk? Baron Corbin versus Braun <laughs> there Breaker. There we go. That's stunk. <laughs> that's how we turn into it. Baron Corbin, Braun Baker, open up the show. Um, what are what are some what are some cl- do do you, do you think Baron Corbin knows who Ghost Rider is? That was the question I posed to Twitter last night. Or do you think he he just thinks uh, motor motorcycles? And fire skulls are cool. I, I can't. I can't. I try to. I try to put it together. Piece it together myself. I. I there's. I, I think the only way he knows what who Ghost Rider is is that. And I don't know this to be true, but I just feel like Baron Corbin's a big Nicolas Cage fan, uh, and I think that's <laughs> the only way he knows who Ghost Rider is. Have Have you considered burn the ships? What the fuck is burn the ships? I don't know what that is. I don't know. That's his saying. Is it? It said it on his shirt. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And he said it during the match. I was like, I don't know what that means. Why are you bringing that up? What are you talking about, man? Uh, you could be like, no, you burn the ships. Leave me alone. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. The only other thing I have to say about this match is the commentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number one. I, Alpha. I, <laughs> intensity. <laughs> <laughs> he's got ai and i'm not talking about artificial intelligence i'm talking about alpha intensity what a such a ham-fisted no reason to do make that reference in any capacity that like like trying to be like mauro ranallo just not reaching the par uh vic joseph what are you doing lay off the candy by the way uh, so so many Star Wars rappers on that commentary desk. And Lay, oh my god, I was thinking about that too. When they take the thing off, I was like, he's got to be a little embarrassed, right? He's got to be a little embarrassed. So many he, rappers. This guy's just got a slew of candy <laughs> so on his goddamn desk. And I was like, dude, you just this is all you eat? Like that is. Not- I, mean, I guess you can't eat it all, but you know. Look, man, I work in the film industry. You know, we got Crafty and everything. You know, they Crafty, Crafty it, Mac and Cheese. No, no, Crafty is the the table of food and snacks that are laid out on set, right? I believe that's called catering. No, catering are the actual meals. Crafty is oh. just the snacks. There's a distinct, just the snacks. Distinct difference. Two different departments. I, you pay them differently. Uh, I'm opening a company that's called Just the Snacks. I'm in. I'm in. I want. I want fierce fifteen million dollars for twenty five percent. That's Shark Tank, baby. Um. I, so, the number one thing I've learned about Crafty is you should not be feeding anyone candy at all 
because you it's just like fake sugar and you're gonna get like you're not gonna get any energy from it meanwhile vic joseph down in these skittles peanut m&ms starburst this uh, just downing these suckers um which i think is another type no of he candy. wasn't sucking them he was no sorry <laughs> well you never know you never know of this guy um but uh it, it was just like come on man this isn't healthy this isn't going to give you actual any energy any energy for the show there's not you shouldn't be doing it and i know the catering's better backstage because that's the only thing anyone talks about backstage um vic joseph that's my that that's my take uh and anyways any other thoughts on baron corbin Braun breaker um baron corbin won oh, that's pretty dumb the crowd was super into baron corbin i gotta say yeah uh you know you know what's funny about Braun breaker what's um I, I i messaged you a few times during the match i was like ah oh, he'd be so sick if like this current version of him would just left and went to new japan or something because like he has the makeup now Quite, to like quite go literally. and just like <laughs> quite literally. take the next steps elsewhere. Yeah, he'd be so sick because he like he was doing like topes and crazy shit. He started the match like, off with a tope con hilo. I was like, I was like, this guy's humongous. Like, yeah, or sh- feels like he's a big dude, and he's just like flying through the air. Yeah, um, he has a nice spear too. So uh, I don't know. I could see him just be like pretty sick elsewhere. It, that brings up such an interesting Corbin's idea. Not against Baron Corbin. Maybe that also would help. That's also true. It, it's such an interesting idea of like, like Braun Breaker to the main roster. I I still can never believe any single person was suggesting Braun Breaker was the guy that beats Roman Reigns for the titles. I, I that I, I remember that was a thing. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. I like I don't see what. Braun Breaker's ceiling is on the WWE main roster at all. I I, I fully do not under, uh, have any understanding of what doesn't have ceiling. a ceiling. <laughs> He's just gonna break through it or kick through it or whatever the hell. I I just He's just gonna break her through it. I I really don't see him as a world champion in the main roster. But there is that idea of like if he left NXT right now, if like someone went to NXT, created a name for themselves you know got established right and then went off and then just like left nxt and went to like aw new japan or some other place and like really developed and then come back to the main roster you know with such a bigger price tag or whatever i that seems like such a good idea you don't think he'll win the world title i don't think so I think he'll absolutely win the world title. Definitely not beat Roman Reigns like people were suggesting. Well, no, but no one beats Roman Reigns. Come on. No. Come uh, on. Cody can beat do it. Seth Rollins. <laughs> you know, like, like that title doesn't matter. There's two again, buddy. <laughs> he can be world champion. I just don't think Vince McMahon will enjoy Braun Breaker. Listen, by the time Braun Breaker gets up there, Vince will be. Never mind. Have more say. have more power in TKO somehow. Uh, you know what? I hate that you're right. <laughs> let's let's move on from Brian Breaker. Uh, NXT North American. I know we talked about that match way too long. Way too. Long. I didn't have that many thoughts about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it was very apparent. Neither did I. NXT North American title match of special guest referee the the bump of the night. Dragon Lee, of course. Uh, Trick Williams defeats Dominic Mysterio to win the title. I, we got to talk about Dragon Whoa, Lee here. That trick. Whoa, that trick. 
Whoop that trick. We got to talk about Whoop Dragon Lee here. That trick. Bump Whoop of the night. That trick. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Dragon Lee, bump <laughs> of the night. Maxim, talking about maximizing your minutes. This guy goes out here, just kind of stands in front of the ring, doesn't really do anything, does a couple counts, I think, takes one super kick, and it's the best sell maybe on the entire show. I think Ilya Dragunov's the only guy that can really fight him on that one. But just an unbelievable sell job from Dragon Lee. So unnecessary and so perfect uh, that it was it was fantastic. Uh, Scotty, do you have any thoughts about this match? Rick Williams is going to be the guy. Yeah. Like, I, that's a ceiling he, I can look at. That's a ceiling I can yeah. look at. Yeah. Like he, he, based off of what I saw last night, I think he and Julius Creed have the highest ceiling among the men. Yeah, yeah, I can believe Julius that. Creed needs Whoa. to figure out like the promo stuff, but Julius Creed's a freak. He's a freak. Like I, I watched that guy. I was like, yeah, you put him in New Japan tomorrow. He's having like a four and a half star match with Will Osprey just because, you know, like that would be sick. It would mm-hmm. just be a sick match. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be organized at all, but that's okay. Like that's, I think that's the beauty of the Creeds. Like they're so much more like the Steiners. Yes. Like they 100%. are more present day Steiner. Um, but like he, <laughs> like I saw Brutus, who's like the shorter, stocky one. Um, he did like a 450 springboard mm-hmm. a while ago. And I was like, Excuse me? You did I, that? I'm sorry. I'm like, but with Trick. Trick is has the inside track. He's already got the charisma down. Yeah, he's just he's just got to figure out the wrestling. And it, he looks like a guy that just throws. I said this to you. I was like, I kind of like that he just throws things out there, sees what sticks. You know, he's just like throwing these punches and drop kicks. And I'm like, <laughs> he is so unorganized. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, he he's a guy that fully has the crowd behind him, fully crowd investment. He you want me to a- say it again. Whoa, that trick. I really set you up for that, and I really should. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he fully has the charisma down. If he just fine-tunes his moves and, and clean them up and make them a little bit better, um, if he just fine-tunes that, uh, and if he works on his selling, which I, I, I think he, the selling... It, yeah. I, I don't want to say that Dragon Lee had the best sell of this match, but he undoubtedly did. Um, if, if he just works on his selling, then I think he, he is sky's the limit, right? I, I think Listen, it is not, unbelievable. Not, not everyone can be as good as Dominic Mysterio. Okay, hold on. What do you What do you mean by that? What the hell do you mean by What do you mean that anyone? Not anyone can be as good as Dominic. He he lost. Dominic Mysterio lost. What do you mean Dominic Mysterio is good? He got cheated. The belt hit his face. Is, is that what the bruise was or whatever was on his face before? No, he had that way before. Because his match with Dragon Lee on Raw was great. Was like, it? It was, it was. I don't know about great, but it was really good. He like had a very good showing. He didn't mess up at all. And Dragon Lee's Dragon Lee. I'll say the one thing great about Dragon Lee is he's re- he's pretty much taking the Rey Mysterio road of like... Being I'm going to change very little yeah. about myself, but it's going to be more control for WWE. 
and it's gonna work because I'm a I'm a freak. He does the Destino as a finisher. That's awesome. Yeah, I love him. I love him. But uh, Dark Mysterio is growing on me a little bit, Ryan. What the hell he's does that mean? Me a little bit. What does that mean? He, he's getting better in the ring. That was the main problem for me with Dommy with Dirty Dom. Dirty Dom, baby. Dirty Dom's starting to cook. <laughs> you watch out. If Dirty Dom can start wrestling in the ring. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> if he starts wrestling in the... You hear yourself. Well, wrestling guy. well. Uh, he said chicken tendies on TV the other day. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. He said chicken tendies. <laughs> this is the NXT review, folks. <laughs> Is this a bit? You're you fully? You're you're fully? Are you on the? I don't want to say fully. I'm getting there though. (laughs) And you're you're basing that off. I got a little dirty dom. And to be clear, you're basing that off of a. Let me read this. Let me read the transcript of this podcast so far. You're basing that off of a Dragon Lee match. Yes. You know who's in the ring with, right? Hey, 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 takes two to tangle, bud. Yeah, okay. And then a couple of nights later, we see him versus Trick Williams. Was he? Okay, he... okay. No, 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 no. Trick Williams is very unexperienced. All right. I think Trick Williams. How many matches did Trick Williams have to his name? Uh, let's see. I got the cage match pulled right here. Trick Williams. Whoop that trick. Whoop that. That's my new thing. Trick Williams, 29 years old, by the way. Not a Not a spring chicken by NXT standards. This well, was time to push him as fast as possible. This is his 68th match. So Damn. his so officially his next match will be a 69th. Nice. <laughs> uh <laughs> We have fallen off the bridge here. Why are we still talking about this? Uh, oh, because of Dirty Dom? Yes, because your t- your Dirty Dom takes. I'm Dirty Dom. You know, instead of I'm Dirty Dan. <laughs> he has to do that. I will I, I will be on the Dirty Dom You train. will be on the train. <laughs> he says, I'm train. Dirty <laughs> Dom. <laughs> we, we are, we're going to be uh, Dom. I, yeah, I can feel it. Can you feel it? Dirty Dom becoming the new member of the Evil Muto Club? I can feel it. It's an it's an elite club, you know. You, you don't just get there. If he if he says I'm Dirty Dom, we're there. <laughs> if he's Dirty Dom, who in that case is his pinhead Larry? <laughs> uh, Finn Balor. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say JD McDonough. Um, NXT. No, that's big head, Larry. Um, <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, <laughs> NXT tag team title four way match: the family Channing, Channing Lorenzo and Tony D'Angelo are able to defeat the team of Angel Gazzara, Gazzara, Gazzara Angel Garza, and Humberto Carrillo, uh, the Creed brothers, and of course, out the mud, out the mud boy, out the mud. So. This match I thought was pretty good. Uh, I thought that that four way superplex spot was like straight out of like a PWG thing. Uh, mm. I popped when uh, indie darling Biff Music <laughs> showed up, reminding me of how upset about his previous indie run was, um, and how that ended. Uh, I'll say this though, uh, as a negative, out the mud, out the mud. My apologies. Need to get back in the mud. Am I right or am I right? They're they're nothing. They're they are not they're not anything. My my apologies to 
looks at words Bronco Nima and Lucian Price. Yeah. <laughs> I've never I've never seen faker names in my life. You gotta be Channing Lorenzo Bronco Nima. What are we doing? <laughs> One of them reminded me way too much of Dabo Kato or uh, Babatunde, whichever you prefer. Commander Aziz. Thank you. Or for, the, for the former SmackDown. We have to salute. Uh, we have to salute. Acolyte, we have to salute our soldiers, of course. Yeah, uh, one of them was like, I was like, this guy looks way too much like him. Uh, yeah, they stunk. Uh, they got nothing, but the Creed's got like all the potential, so it's fine. Creed's are so also, good. Tony D'Angelo's kind of good. Tony D'Angelo, well, he did the whole story gimmick right here, so he yeah, he goes but like when he got back in there, he hit some nice moves. Tony D'Angelo, I, I texted this to you. He feels like such an artifact of an old NXT. <laughs> That o- that that didn't stop existing until like I don't know April of this year, you know what yep. I mean? Like it's he feels so out of time, out of place. It's mm-hmm. so wild. It's so wild. I thought the Creeds ruled here. I thought Garza yeah. and Carrillo bringing back the old Wolves makeup. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> they're really good. Yeah, they're very good. And I think you know, I think it the the, the creeds rule, dude. I just push the creeds. That's all we're talking about. That's all I'm asking for. Th- they should be dominating this tag team division. I don't understand why they're like playing second fiddle to the family. They should be the creed should be dominating, nonstop, just destroying people. But uh, you know, I'll take it. I'll, I'll certainly take it. I guess it was pretty good. Uh, out the mud, they're nothing. Garza and Humberto, the Creed brothers rule, and then they told a whole story of Chang Lorenzo and Tony D'Angelo. So. I'll take it. I thought it was How pretty you good. Doing? It was way better than I expected, I think, on paper. Yeah. Creed's a beast. That's about all I got. Like, Julius and Brutus. Those are the guys. 100%. NXT. Whoop, that. Sorry. <laughs> Whoop, that. Creed? Uh, NXT Heritage <laughs> Cup title match. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Noam Dar defeats Butch in 2-1 to one in round number 6. We can't be doing rounds anymore. <laughs> it, it was it. The only time these worked for me as a viewer mm-hmm. was in the empty like studio of NXT UK because like you could hear them talk and stuff like that. It yeah. was like a it was a different thing. Uh, don't do it now. The stopping just stops every like it just stops the energy in the arena. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I really don't think British rounds work in America. I've said that for a while now. I don't think these necessarily work. Uh, Breaking news. British something doesn't work in America. I also think beyond that, I mean, I think there have been good British round. I, you know, the Dragon Lee Noam Darwin was pretty good as well. Well, hey, hey, you, you, you talk shit to me about Dragon Lee and Dominic Mysterio. It was Dragon Lee. I didn't talk shit about Dragon Lee in that you, situation. No, no, no. You, I said Dom, Dirty Dom looks nice the other day. Might have had the best match of his career. And you're like, wow, he did it against Dragon Lee. So, no, you did. You did. Yeah. You did. And Noam Dar and Dragon Lee was also so great at being a wrestler that he made because the, he made the British rounds in, Her- in the Heritage Cup title in NXT work. Unlike Butch, a British man. <laughs> that's right I'm like butch uh that's, british boy that's right 
you gotta bring British rounds over to uh, um, goddamn CMLL, which is practically what they do already with these two out of three falls matches. And yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, you gotta do that stuff. You can't. You can't get them out of here. Get them out of Britain. Bring them all over to Mexico. That's what we gotta do. It works. That's all I'm saying. This all I'm saying is this match uh, didn't quite work for me. It was just kind of too plotting and boring. You um, ready for my hot take? Oh already, wait, never mind. We're not there yet. You already said something about dirt, dirty Dom. So I, I that wasn't a hot take. I, 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 mm, uh, I'm dirty Dom. Ah, <sighs> uh, this is gonna be a bit for now on. That's why Ryan's huff and puffs. Is that our fans, the dirty Doms? <laughs> Every single one of them. I'm gonna so- give you. I'm gonna give you a dirty Dom. Dirty Dom update of the week. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that as an ongoer. I also think our fans should be the dirty doms, and so every single one of them goes up to us, goes to up us to up, goes up to us and says, "I'm dirty dom." Uh, or, or you see them in the chat. There's dirty dom. Oh man, that'd be good. We got we got the dirty doms and the pinhead Larrys. Dirty doms in the building. Um, NXT title match: Ilya Dragunov and Carmelo Hayes. Uh, you want to get the floor first and talk about how fantastic of a match this was? Yeah, this is like watching old school NXT from way back in the day. Um, or just like any Dragon Huff big match ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just, he's insane. Yeah. Like, he is an insane pro wrestler. He is so good. I desperately hope that when he is called up, they do the same thing that they did to him that they did with Gunta. Right, like they just let him be the same, let him be the Russian psycho that he is, let him just go out there and kick ass and do his weird like music thing with his arms, you know, just keep doing all that because you know why I know I'm gonna watch NXT now because he's their champion. I'm not gonna miss a Dragonov match. He had he had a really good match a few weeks ago with Trick Williams. This dude can't miss. He gave Carmelo Hayes the best match of his career, a perfect match for Carmelo Hayes to lose the title in. This was fantastic. It was a fantastic match. Like, four and a quarter, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's not just happening, you know? Like, that's not just happening in WWE, let alone NXT these days. Mm-hmm. But Ilya Dragunov, I feel like every time I see him, it pretty much has to or at least you expect greatness and that is what he did he's world champion now i can't wait to see what they who they give him if they do dragon off and dragon lee oh my oh my god that might that 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 is that isn't even like old school nxt that's like the best thing ever <laughs> oh my god that actually great <laughs> so uh, but i think dragon good. lee did way too good in his raw debut he might get called up soon <laughs> Yeah, like I think he's wrestling on SmackDown next week, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Not a not a spoiler, but I believe for uh for Fastlane, there's a six man tag with um uh Street, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits versus LWO, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and a partner of their choosing. Uh, of course, uh, it could be yeah. Joaquin Wild or Cruz Del Toro, but. I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be somebody else. That'd be a that's gonna be a really good trios match. Oh, especially if Dragon Lee's in there. Oh yeah, assuming Dragon Lee's in. Um, yeah, this match ruled. Ilya Dragunov is the best wrestler in WWE today. I'll say it. 
best wrestler. Better than Gunther. Better than Roman Reigns. All right. Well, that, the hot take was only Gunther. Like everything else, I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Better than <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Better than better than Brock Lesnar, if you can believe it. Better than Cena. Better than Rock. <laughs> better than Dirty Dom. The best. I'll wrestler. go as far as saying this. Mm-hmm. This was my take that I told you. The best of like the British scene officially to me and this isn't all from england yeah what what the best of that have come out of the british scene the 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 rubble of the british scene yeah over the past decade it is osprey Uh uh-huh zach saber jr walter slash gunta yep and Ilya dragunov that is the four yeah the four pillars. anyone else you're lying the four pillars if you will what a letdown by Tyler Bate. He had a spot nice and cozy for him, all all pampered, and he just dropped the ball. He's 26 years old. That's insane. He still has so much. Tyler Bate is career left. <laughs> Tyler Bate is 26 years old, and he's done nothing. <laughs> he hasn't done anything in years. Ilya Dragunov is 29. So good. He's only 29? Only 29. Oh my god. He's Dude, that's insane. Great. Assuming WWE does not do anything with him when he gets called up. By the way, I think when he gets called up, I don't know when, maybe you just put him and Gunther in there and they just slap meat. Oh. You know, I'll go so far as to say he should be the one that beats Gunther. Amen, brother. Why not? Make a star. Him winning the NXT title probably stops that. But I'm in agreement. If they just keep giving, let him ride. Well, just have Gunther keep winning and then have, call him up at the next draft. You know, he can lose the NXT title at some point or whatever. Call him up. Mm. He can he can be on the main roster for a little bit. Feud with Gunther. Beat the title. Mm. You know that match is going to be great, too. Mm. He's, yeah, I'm in. He's on his way. I think he's on his way. He, he is... Fantastic, incredible seller, incredible. Oh, and Carmelo Hayes, I think, held his own too. No, nothing. I like Carmelo him. Hayes. Mm-hmm. I just like him. Like he's a very likable guy. Also, you know why I love Dragonoff? He said his favorite city is Boston. Ooh. That's my guy. I was like, Dragonoff, you are my guy, man. I was like, that was the first thing of a good week. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I think uh, if. if if WWE was smart, and they're not, <laughs> so <laughs> my this. Dragon of would be a future world champion, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, like, he nails his character of being, like, a psycho who just is so desperate to win. And he's a really good underdog against bigger guys. Yeah. See matches versus Gunta. Some of the best matches in WWE history are those two matches. So, he's great. There you go. One of one of them happened in an empty building. He's great. He had a five star match in an empty building. What a stud! Unbelievable. Main event: NXT Women's Title and Extreme Rules match: Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. I 
thought that Tiffany Stratton did way more at like yeah. extreme spots than I was fully expecting. Like she, Is she her, she, she might be. She fully, I think she is. She fully committed to this match. Fully committed. Fully did not expect it. Not one bit. I, and I don't see. I don't see this kind of this kind of extreme rules work out of any other person in uh, in NXT right now, especially oh, the women's WWE. division. Especially the women's division. We all saw that Roxy uh, Blair Davenport match. Um, <laughs> the, uh, Tiffany Stratton above and beyond what I thought she was going to do. Fantastic effort. Fantastic work. Becky Lynch ruled, you know, got her through uh, a, a really great match. Um, I had some tiny issues. I think I, I think I would have loved the. I think the the frantic pace was great. I would have loved for it just to be a little bit slower so that we mm. can instead of immediately getting up from something and walking into yeah. the next spot, uh, digest a little. Yeah, it it helped hide the lack of selling, but by doing so, it got rid of the selling altogether. And so it, it just—I didn't really enjoy that. And then the 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 back handstand, el- back elbow handspring gimmick into the broken barricade—I thought was ridiculous uh, and laughable, and that took me out of the match. But other than those things, the match was really, really good. Um, Tiffany just blew me away in this match, and Becky Lynch, of course, great as always. I mean, what else to say about her? Yeah, um, a lot of people hated on the Baxter. Um, on social, kind of just giving all the praise to Tiffany. I think Tiffany deserves most of the praise, but the, the match doesn't happen the way it does without Becky leading it. No, no, because Tiffany is still so new to this that she like needs the direction. Um, but Tiffany Strat mm-hmm. is going to be a mega star. Like she's can't miss already. Because I think she does really good at like the I'm 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 muscle Barbie or whatever the hell they wanted to try to trademark for her. Like that's essentially what she is. That's her gimmick, and she's really good at wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like for someone who's still very green in some ways. Yeah. She, this this woman did a swanton from the top of from the top rope to the floor through yeah. a tape. That's nuts. Yeah. So that's that's my thought on it. She, yeah, she rules. I think another person who, I think, I think the moment she gets to the main roster, she's a made person. I think like her versus Jade would be a great like feud to establish. I yeah. think they've already sort of established her and Becky. Um, and I think she could do a fantastic job. I, I should we talk about the the conversation we had? I brought up in the chat in uh in our uh, Slack. Yes, the, I. If you bring Tiffany Stratton up to the main roster, I almost feel like there will be a redundancy in her and Charlotte Flair both being on the main roster. Again, I will hedge my bets and say that they will make sure that they are on different brands the entire time. Um, until but, maybe like the end. Until the very end. But I am just... Tiffany Stratton 
is like Charlotte Flair 2.0. And, you know, I don't think they'll get necessarily rid of Flair or anything. You know, she's the Flair. Uh, she has a long established thing in this company. But, like, when you look at, like, her and you look at Tiffany Stratton, someone, you know, I don't know how old Charlotte Flair is, but Tiffany Stratton, she is, let's see how old she is, 24 years old. 24 years old. Sky's... The athletes thing is the smartest thing they could have done for NXT. Charlotte Flair, 37. I'm not saying that anyone should lose their job or anything. I'm just saying that there is... You know, in this, if you're WWE, I I can't imagine you any reason to really keep both of them. You know, I I, I can't I can't. She, she does everything as good, if not better, than Charlotte Flair, and Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair hasn't been great. And I a said very to long you time. I quote: She hasn't been good since Becky Lynch became the man. Yeah. Consistently good. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, and it, it is just like at this point, 37 years old, too. You know, you bring up Tiffany Stratton up to the main roster or whatever, like next year or two years from now. Charlotte Flair now pushing 40. And you have a 26 year old, 25, 26 year old right there. I'm not saying that her days are numbered, but Charlotte, your days are numbered. Tiffany Stratton is about to run laps. It, it's in it, it's it's in happened. many ways. I think her days are numbered anyways. Sure, 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 sure. Um, she's just so washed. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't care either. She hasn't cared in a long time. No, and and Tiffany Stratton obviously cares, or she wouldn't have been like, "Oh, I would like to stay in XT because I need to work on my selling," or to go out here tonight. And fucking kill it, but yeah, do all awesome. these spots for no reason. She, she's. It's really interesting how like many prospects they have, like legitimate like big star prospects right now, because the main people we have highlighted aren't. Um, I'm drawing like aren't Mellow or Breaker. Yeah, right. Who are the two main ones when 2.0? really kicked off or Roxy. Yeah. Roxy, obviously. And rock, we know Roxy's good. Um, but like it's, it's the creeds it's trick. It's Tiffany. And I, uh, you know, Dragonov, obviously, but he's Dragonov always... and dragon Lee, obviously. Yeah. But they're more, they're, way more they're, they're the ones for like all of us, you know, like all of us, hardcore fans. Those are the two we look at. And I guess Roxy would be the closest for the women too. Um, but I'm excited. But Tiffany, I guess. Tiffany has passed Roxy in this company so quickly. Oh well, yeah, yeah, she is. She's a freak, like in a good way. Like she's a freak of nature. I think she is yeah. um, very natural. She she has the same growth I think that Bianca had, and she's younger. Yeah, like she came into this younger. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Tiffany has Tiffany has a higher ceiling than. Maybe right now, currently, any woman in North America? Because she's 24. Yeah. She's already getting really good. Yeah. Strap the rocket to her. She'll be even better. 
Yep. She wants to learn. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Jade Cargill is probably the only other person that's there. And Jade's older. And Jade's yeah, and Jade's significantly older. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not significantly older. I shouldn't say that, but but you know, not not significant. But yeah, I know. What yeah, someone who is so someone who who could be of genuine prospect. Tiffany's so. like. Yeah, she, I mean, I, I'm buying stock yeah, in Tiffany. Little, I'm buying. I'm fully buying stock in Tiffany. Like at this point, I already had stock, but yeah. I'm just getting more. Yeah, you you got stock <laughs> on like, the cheap. You got stock on the cheap, and now I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Before before it explodes, well, I'll, I'll get in last yeah. second. Uh, get in last minute. Make yourself some bucks. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, what we yeah. do. She's uh she's next level. She is next level. Um well let's preview uh before we end the show today again I want to thank everybody for listening to Ring Post Radio for following along to our streams as we record live and of course being a subscriber for the audios uh of Ring Post Radio we thank everybody for doing this. Uh you can uh, I'll do my pl- some plugs here real quickly before we get to the last segment. Voicemail, you can leave us a call. 2525 Ring PR. 2525 Ring PR is the voicemail line. Um, you can f- subscribe to the Patreon for more content. Patreon.com forward slash countout pod. I don't exactly know when it'll come out, but I have a new episode of the Great Birthday Bash recorded. Uh, I just got to put some stuff together for it, and then it will be ready to go. So that is recorded. So potentially sometime this week. Uh, plus, even more big for us is that Scotty and I will be doing our live instant reaction to uh, Wrestle Dream tonight, following the yeah. show, following AEW Wrestle Dream. So, if you would like, if you enjoy our thoughts on wrestling and you want to hear our thoughts more, you can subscribe to the Patreon. Luckily for the Wrestle Dream, you can hear there are our Wrestle Dream thoughts. Uh, on any tier on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Uh, so subscribe to the Patreon, listen to the Wrestle Dream. There's more content coming your way. Drop your shorts from Okada Shorts, Great Birthday Bash, um, and a bunch more content that's in, in the pipe and uh, in the backlog. So go check it out. And plus, you can get th- free seven day trials and you can listen to it all on Spotify as well. Uh, so go check out patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Uh, good let's, time to use that free trial. Good, I I agree. I agree. You got a Fressel Dream and probably a Great Birthday Bash this week as well. So uh, go go check that out. Patreon.com forward slash cannot pod. So uh, our last topic here is Fastlane. W's pay per view happening this Saturday. Of course, being headlined none other than by John Cena. So let's. They only have four matches announced so far, according to the page I'm looking at. So let's talk through them. We sort of already talked about this one, which was the Latino World Order, Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar, and a partner of their choosing, presumably Wild or Del Toro, maybe Dragon Lee, probably Dragon Lee, versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, Angela Dawkins and Montez Ford in a six-man tag. Cool. <laughs> Fine. Cool match. Like, uh, If it's Dragon Lee, it could be the match of the night. I fully agree. I think... I think they're planning to do Gunther and Champa here, so they'll mm-hmm. have a little competition. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I don't know. There's something about Dragon Lee and Rey Mysterio teaming up that excites me. 
Yeah, and I think I think any of them working with like a guy like Montel's Ford would be great. I think Bobby Lashley being coming in there as like a big old like giant guy would work really well off of, especially guys like yeah. Rey Mysterio. Bobby's really solid. I think Bobby's extremely uh, overlooked solid. at how solid of a wrestler he is. Um, I will say this: I watched both Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar and Dominic Mysterio versus Dragon Lee. Would you believe me if I said? Dominic and Dragon Lee had the better match. Yeah, because Dragon Lee's great. I know, but like, I think most people would say the stronger duo is the other one. That might be fair. That might be fair. Uh, but yeah, Dragon Lee's king, so, you know. Yeah, he's uh, he's very good. He was so good, he got himself booked on the main roster again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was so good on Raw that he was like, hey, show up on SmackDown, just hang out, and try to jump the barricade. Yeah. Yeah, we'll set you up a match with Austin Theory. Can you can you can you go for two for two and making our frauds look like champions? <laughs> Big dirty Tom guy though. That's that's a useful asset on your show, I think. Actually, Austin Theory is a real fraud. Dirty Dom's a real worker. So Ah, dirty Dom. WWE women's championship match. Speaking of EO Sky versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. What what can we do to get Tiffany in the Smasher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. What can we do as a society to get Tiffany Stratton into this match? I mean, Tiffany Stratton would be great here. But uh, Charlotte Flair, you know, Charlotte Flair, you know, it's a triple threat. You can hide a little bit of the Flairisms. Uh, Asuka and you know, Sky, are, you know, have already proven that they're really good, obviously, together. So uh, that there's their sections of the match should be well done, uh, and then Charlotte Flair will come in and put them in a double figure eight somehow or something. There's two ways to look at this match. This match is either made like this to get the belt off of EO without pinning her, or it's to not pin Charlotte Flair and have, have EO her. defend it successfully. <laughs> and have, and have protect Charlotte him one of the Flair, two, and have Flair do something. Yeah, worst case scenario is Charlotte just beats EO. Yeah. Yeah. Which most likely scenario is Charlotte <laughs> just beats EO. I think that's a, a probable scenario, but uh, you know, I prefer to keep it on EO. If not, keep it on Asuka. But you know guess... I prefer to keep it on EO. She just got the belt. I know. I know. And it's it's Charlotte Flair. So that's like the other thing as well. It's like it. The, the problem with Charlotte Flair being around is just like you can only book her in world title programs and it's yeah. just like she can't really go as much as she once did. So it is just like kind of like shoehorning her into like different spots throughout the year. She used to have such a good mood salt. And then like once that went down the hill, I was like, oh, she's just bad. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. And then she must have like winded herself or something on one, and she was like, "I'm not gonna hit that perfect anymore." No, does she still do it? Even I hope not. I guess we'll find she's out. Gonna hit, she's gonna hit an egregious one in this match, and we're gonna be like, "Yep." <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find out this Saturday for sure. Um, tag team match, special tag team match: John Cena and L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah. Versus Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. Um, is this, will this be the, the farewell match of John Cena's, uh, return to SmackDown? Nah, he's set for, uh, the Saudi show, isn't he? Oh, he probably is, isn't he? 
Yeah. Is that is that then if he's set for the Saudi show, if it's not going to be John Cena versus Roman Reigns, which you would assume Knight, you would assume baby. Roman Reigns would come back for the Saudi show. Is it going to be John Cena versus L.A. Knight? I think it's going to be L.A. Knight versus Roman Reigns. That's also probable. So I don't know what's going to happen. There's also Survivor Series around the corner. Yeah. Well, what is Survivor Series now? Isn't that going to be... Um, it's typically November, so I actually don't know even why I said that. Isn't that going to be TakeOver? Not, no, nope. Not what I meant. War, War games, games. War Games. Yeah, but they got other matches on there. It's going to be like Judgment Day versus Cody, Jey Uso, Kevin, and Sammy. So we got Fastlane. Yes, that's probably what they're going to be, the War Games match. And then the women's will be whatever the women is. Uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, Whatever, is there anything <laughs> happening in the women's division right now that would warrant a War Games match? Uh, so Fastlane uh, is a Saturday. Then the one after that will be Crown Jewel, November 4th. And then a couple weeks after that, November 25th is Survivor Series. So they got, they got a, a wait. They got like basically a month and a half to get to that. But yeah. so uh, John Cena is probably maybe still around by that point. We'll see. Hopefully not. Ill a so yeah okay so La Knight can do the uh, Saudi show lose to Roman and then do Survivor Series versus Cena. Yeah, not that I don't want Cena to be around. By the way, I just would like you know the strike to end. And it's potentially ending. That was one of the discussion topics we were going to have, but the, we're almost we're actually almost out of time. the The writer strike, but 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 strike update. Um, the writer strike officially, well, not officially, but pretty much over. It's over. It's pretty much over. It's it's not officially officially over because the uh, if I'm not mistaken the the writer guild like actual members of the writers guild I don't think they voted on it yet. Once they vote on it and they, they ratify the contract, then it's officially like the contract's in. But the the contract is so amazingly good that it will be unbelievable if it doesn't pass. Uh, so That's good to hear. It, it's practically over. SAG one of those for the actors. SAG is meeting with the studios tomorrow. Ooh. They have not met with the studios in months. So this will be the first time they met with them. Uh I don't know. There's been no report if whether or not like the Writers Guild meetings where the studio heads actually showed up yeah. because they were like, we are ending this. We cannot get continue. And yeah. like literally, it's like SAG, it they haven't broached the the conversation in months. But you would have to assume if you're these studio heads, you might give in to the same sort of demands that they gave in with the writers. And if they do that, you don't want the alpha intensity taking over. (laughs) No one wants the alpha intensity taking over. We can all agree on this. Um, But if you if you are the studios and you want these strikes to end and they are filling out the details, the writers negotiations took like a week, roughly. So if the mm-hmm. SAG negotiations end like Friday or Saturday and then they can say, okay, people can start working and ratify the contract by the end of the month, you know, there's some production. Most productions will start up if they have, if they have scripts. A couple other things will have to be written, obviously, but writers will have a little bit of a head start there. And then, yeah, it is a question of how long this SAG strike will continue of whether or not John Cena and The Rock, especially The Rock, uh, well, John Cena will show up at all for Survivor Series. This means you get to work things. again. Yeah, he, he uh, I, 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 you have to assume they have projects lined up already that are just w- ready to start as soon as the strike. Oh yeah, right? there's some, there's some for sure. 
which means Ryan gets to work again. So everyone be cheering it on. I would love that. (laughs) I can probably work earlier than most because, you know, we have to pay the writers and do all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, You know, set up buildings and all these sort of things. But you're you're on a good good run. I, again, patreon.com forward slash counterpod. I haven't had a job since April. That's how long it's been. I've been out of the game. I've I've been trying to get jobs. I've also been, uh, I've completely used up my unemployment. Uh, and I've been working on getting bookkeeping jobs, but realistically, it's like I my prospects are all dried up right as these strikes are ending, and I thank the Lord that it finally is ending, uh, so I can get back to work and make actual real money again. Uh, but you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, one of these days. We'll get there. One of these days. I gotta look at that website actually now that I think about it to see if there's any. The list is working. Um. All right uh okay no it's not working <laughs> it's not been updated since march still um uh, anyways fast lane uh john cena la knight uh i fully expect them to win la knight gets the win maybe the pin uh then that way he can set up the challenge for roman reigns at at survivor series and then if john cena is still around for survivor series oh sorry uh crown jewel for roman reigns and la knight and if john cena is still around for survivor series he can do that uh if not then you just move on with your life, I guess. Uh, moving on. Uh, the other match announced for Fastlane so far is a last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship. Seth freaking Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> that is that is how I feel about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there... Any is, is what? Give me a percent chance of zero. Okay, I don't, don't even <laughs> know. Chance that Shinsuke wins the title. Zero. I was gonna say Shinsuke Nakamura being great again. Uh, <laughs> um, negative ten. <laughs> Worse, <laughs> lower chance. Oh God! If there's any match that can maybe do it, maybe it's this one. It's a last man standing. It's the WWE. You know, they can be good. I know you don't feel confident about him being good ever again. I'm fully, he's, I fully have put him in the washed camp. Fully washed. Oh, yeah. Ben washed, is washed, forever washed. It was a good run. And don't even get me started on Nakamura. <laughs> you, know, you know you know who nakamura is or you know fully you, you know, fully joke you know how we called yoda suji naito yes he's actually nakamura yoda suji or yeah yoda suji is okay. original nakamura high high down to prospect. the red pants <laughs> down to the red tight pants mm-hmm mm-hmm and I think that's a good thing. Hopefully, it doesn't mean he leaves for WWE, though. I, I, hey, you know, if you throw, I've, I'm sure if you throw Yoda Suji into into some mixed martial arts, Anokiism style, he can probably do fairly well. Maybe. Yeah, he's just like similar, like popularity and stuff like that. Uh, I think. Did you see the new tag team finisher for uh, Yoda Suji and Shingo Takagi? No, but I did see Big Bills and Ricky Starks on collision. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. <laughs> their new finisher is called the Pumping Blaster. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pumping blast. You can't say that. <laughs> I, I hardly know her. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, it is basically the spear and a lariat at the same time. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Can't wait for them to win Tag League. Oh. I'm going to watch all of Tag League just for those two. I'm not going to watch all of Tag League. I'm just going to watch their <laughs> matches. You're going to watch the final, and that's it. <laughs> that's I'll watch all of their matches unless they face like Chase Owens. You know 100% they're going to have a Chase Owens and... Uh... Who else is in Bullet Club? <laughs> Doesn't even matter. I hate... What if, what if Chase you know, Owens... You know what my debate, my debate was going to be who was the masked guy? And they at dynamite, yeah. Mass people, yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I think it's just five guys. I think that. I think it's Sonata. I think it's Doki. Is Doki in that group? If it's the War Dogs, I might end it all. <laughs> Dude, they're my I dogs. Do they're my dogs for real. I hope they're it's my dogs for real. I hope it's filthy Tom Lawler and the whole filthy crew. I hope it's TMDK. Somehow Jr. Kratos <laughs> lost a shit ton of weight. And you uh, hear that Shane Hayes rap? I hope it's CMDK <laughs> and bad dude Titus. Like, stop! You're making us sound like nerds. I like how they stop flew. I like how they flew bad dude Tito out uh, for destruction in Kobe, and then flew back to Seattle to pop up in Collision and uh, Wrestle Dream. He didn't work any of the tour, and they just flew out. That's for a draw, baby. Flew out for destruction in Kobe. Got picked up the W. By the way, picked up the dub. Uh, I like Bad Dude Tito. I love him. I think he's great. TMDK is a great group. 100%. Half of it makes no sense. <laughs> Zach, Bad Dude Tito, Mikey TMDK. Mikey Nichols is great. Mikey Nichols is great. Kosei Fujita. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Uh, that's a real group. Yeah, those are my dogs for real. Um any other thoughts on Fastlane? Nope. Okay, so that is the end of the show. Ring Post Radio again. Thank you, everybody, Couldn't for listening to this week's... if you wanted me to. <laughs> the end of this week's episode of Ring Post Radio again. Patreon.com forward slash cannot pod uh, to be able to uh, listen to our Wrestle Dream thoughts, our AEW Wrestle Dream. We're recording that live. Of course, it'll be on there forever, so if you want to not listen live for any reason, I don't know why you would do that. But if you want to listen on Monday, you'll be able to listen to it on Patreon.com forward slash CannotPod. Um, AEW Wrestle Dream, again, Patreon.com forward slash CannotPod. And we'll have other content, of course, coming out at some point this week. Uh, Scotty, anything to plug? 14 matches. <laughs> 14. The 14 matches includes um, the kickoff, right? I got nothing to plug. I want to have my five-star Grand Prix review. That's over on the Fight Game Media YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, for free. Fun. Fun conversation talking about that. And my match of the week is Teton versus Mascaradorada. Yeah, I, I, how, how good was that match? Please tell me it was great. Um, probably my second favorite lucha match of the year. <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god! Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's probably like Rocky versus Volador, then this one. Holy shit! That's what I'm talking about. Holy crap! I gotta watch that. I gotta watch that immediately. Yeah, it uh, it was five bucks. Oh god, Dude, the whole show was five bucks. We should have we should have punted NXT and talked about CMLL. What are we doing? 
Mystico versus Verus was pretty good. Stephanie Vaquer is a champion. Mm-hmm. Good show. El Barbero Cavernario wrestled. He sure did. <laughs> I definitely got to go check out that show. Um, follow Scotty on X at Scotty. Oh, Wrestling. yeah. Follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter X. Twitter X. Twitter X. X Twitter. Um, follow me on That's Twitter. That's the porn site for Twitter. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Pumping bomber. Uh, <laughs> Pumping blaster. <laughs> so my apologies. Uh, bomber. Pumping bomber. Uh, at Ryan Nightsy on the socials. At Cannot Pod everywhere you get it. Um, Patreon.com for slash Cannot Pod again. Again, that's that plug. Um, leave us a voicemail. Drop us a line. Twenty five twenty five ring pr. Load up your phone. Twenty five twenty five ring pr, and you will be able yeah, to let, leave let, us a voicemail. Let me know how much money you invested in Tiffany Stratton, because let's just say if it doesn't work out, I may not longer have a home. <laughs> yeah, if you got any <laughs> thoughts about that, any thoughts about anything where we talked about today, um, or any thoughts about the sh- stuff we'll be talking about next week, which will be. Fast Lane, Destruction Ria Goku, Royal Quest 3, or what you want to be called as a uh, fan, uh, or <laughs> the Pumping Blasters, maybe. Uh, already anniversary of Dynamite. Anniversary of Dynamite, probably. probably as well. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Drop us a line, 2525. The new era? The new era, <laughs> whatever that will look like, whatever that'll shape out to be. Uh, give us your thoughts, 2525 ring PR. Uh, my match of the week. I've been catching up on Collision. That's what I've been doing. Uh, what? I mean, catch, <laughs> I, I have like I I have not watched like the last like five Collisions. So I oh my god! So you you watched a Collision with CM Punk on it? Uh, yes, yes. I believe I did. I believe I did. Yeah, but I don't think it was an actual match. I watched. He was so behind on Collision. He saw CM Punk. I. This is how far I watched my match of the week. Darby Allen versus Christian Cage from Fight for the oh, yeah, Fallen. And I believe that was the show that had CM Punk as the golden vampire uh, yes. against Samoa Joe. So that has to have you pretty excited, right? For CM Punk versus Samoa Joe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a fine affair. I'm pretty sure no, 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 no drama. For, 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 for Christian Cage and Darby. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, that match was really good. I, I've all, I fully expected that match to be great. And especially in Seattle, I think Darby's going to give it his all. Like, the match should be fantastic dude that I, Are you I'm acting like darby doesn't always give it his all oh i'm saying he'll give even more uh, that's terrifying that i know i don't know what that means but it's terrifying uh I'm scared for christian yeah and i think the only way yeah and i think it's gonna be great I th- i'm scared for christian i don't i think darby's fully winning it and i'm excited um uh, but yeah uh i don't think there's anything else to plug we've been sort of talking for a little bit um yeah, I think that's it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. Again, we'll be back next week for an episode. If you're a Patreon subscriber, we'll be back tonight to review AEW Wrestle Dream. Till next week, folks. Bye. This has been a Countout Podcast. So, Curtis. Yeah, man. Cannot said we've got to do an ad. I've never done one before. Uh-oh. What should we do? I have no idea, bro. I, I, like, I ever made an ad before. What, what, what are we doing an ad for? I don't know. We just say we're like a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast, and we just put a bunch of clips like here. Arguably the most shredded guy. So yeah. you really want to get there, too. <laughs>
maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. We'll see. You heard that here, Michael Richards calling <laughs> Jay White small compared to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I love it. This picture you've painted for me. I, I want to hang it up. I want to frame it and hang it up in my in my bedroom. Yeah. We don't have a WWE tryout or a New Japan tryout every second week. And now I'm in Bullet Club. And here? Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Do you want to just go off about this match? How do you take or talk about one of, I think, probably the best matches you've ever seen? That's an ad, right? Yeah, yeah, that works. That that that's That's brilliant because... Then all our work's already been done for us, and we don't have to do anything. Aha, past us did it, present us living in the now. Look at us. Look, Look at, at that. us being friggin' brilliant. Mate, minimum effort, maximum output. Okada Shorts podcast. Check it out on the Count Out Network at Okada Shorts. Rate and subscribe, listen or die.